Hi, I'm Apostle Catherine Crick. Welcome to another episode of Revival Is Now. In this episode, you will learn the power of sowing. Throughout the Bible, sowing and reaping is mentioned several times. Sowing and reaping is a principle from God, a principle in the spiritual realm. There are different areas in life where God is calling you to sow so that you may reap. And in every area where God is calling you to sow, it's something you are doing in the spiritual realm. And the reaping that will occur will happen in the spiritual realm. It will be supernatural reaping. It will be, the, it will be miraculous reaping. And this is a big part of our Christian walk to live a supernatural life, to live a miraculous life, to be receiving things from God. But God doesn't just like give things with us doing nothing, but he actually calls us to partner with him. He calls us to take action. He calls us to obey him, to do things, to speak things. And these actions are actually sowing, sowing into the kingdom of God as you're obeying God. And God promises, God promises us that every time we sow, we will reap. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. A man or a woman reaps what he sows. This is where we see the straightforward principle of God. And sowing and reaping is truly a principle. Like it, principles in the spiritual realm, it's like a law. They must happen. It's part of how pro promises of God come to pass. He has these spiritual laws, these principles set in place where nothing can break them. Nothing can stop them. So God is calling you to sow in different areas of life. And one of the areas he calls you to sow is financially. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. So as I mentioned, there are principles in the spiritual realm, and it's important that we read the word of God, receive revelation from the Holy Spirit, hear the word of God like you're hearing today so your eyes can open up more in the spiritual realm to really receive and be able to grasp these principles that God has for us. Because how this life that he has given us of abundant life, this inheritance he's given us, how that comes is by us obeying him by doing things that he's calling us to do. And, and, and in order to do what he's called us to do we have to know what it is he's calling us to do we have to understand his principles and bring these principles into our life make them a part of our life that we are applying god's principles which equals obeying him doing the things he's asked us to do so here we see god saying bring tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food for my temple so the revelation from the scripture for today is to bring tithe or offering or money, finances, into the church. In that time, it was the temple that needed to have enough provision. But today, it's the church or ministry or work of God. God's asking his people to bring these, this, these finances into the church, into the ministry so that the church will be taken care of, the ministry will be taken care of, because the church, the ministry, they have physical needs, many physical needs. And as God takes 
ministries, churches to next levels to be able to reach more people, the need for the finances increases. For example, when God opens doors and spreads the word that he is moving in power and he's putting hunger in people, then tons of people will start coming to church to receive from him. And so you can go from a place that fits 100 people to needing a place that fits several thousands of people, a venue that fits that many people. That's one example of how the, the greater things that God wants to do, God will ask, actually ask us to bring more offering finances into his work, into, into his church, into his ministry, so that it won't be lacking, but it will be able to function and go forth. So God could make money fall down from the sky and rest on the church building's roof, for example. But that's just not his way. His way is that he uses us. He uses us as vessels. And one of the ways that he uses us as vessels is to give us seed, provide finances for us, and ask us to release seeds, to give, to be generous and give to the church. So God uses people, his children, to provide for the church, to provide for the ministry. So here God's asking, I want you to sow. He, this is, he's saying, sow, sow into this work of God, sow into this church, bring offering finances. And then he says, when you do this, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great that you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. God's saying, test me. He's, he's, okay, so he wants you to be blessed. He wants to open the windows of heaven. He wants to pour a blessing so great upon you because he loves you. And because these more blessings that you are receiving equals glorifying him more, equals you being able to do more for him and give more and sow more and help others with what he's given you. So God really wants to bless you more than you want to be blessed. He wants to pour out all sorts of blessings upon you, financial blessings, spiritual blessings. But God has this principle, you need to sow in order to reap, in order for God to release these blessings. He has this rule. He has this law in the spiritual realm. You have to sow. So there are so many people that are, that are praying to God, asking God, crying out, Lord, I need this. Lord, I need this, this thing. I need provision. And Many, sometimes people are not seeing what they're praying for, and the simple reason is because they're not following God's principle. God has all of these resources, all of these blessings in his hands, in the position to release them to you, ready to release them to you. And wanting more than you want these things, he wants to release them to you. But he doesn't go against his word. He doesn't go against his principle. He needs you to obey. He needs you to sow in order to reap. If you think about it in the physical realm, I mean, to see a flower, a plant, a tree, to see it come to be, there has to be a seed. There's no way around it. The only way the reaping will come, the, the plant will burst out of the ground, is when a seed has been sown. So we understand that in the physical realm, this is truly how it is in the spiritual realm. So we really need to change our minds sometimes if we don't have this principle in us. Asking God, we're thinking God's just like, here you go, here you go, here you go. But meanwhile, he has these principles and you need to follow these principles or else God cannot release the blessing. 
this is why God's saying, try it, put me to the test. You know, I see this and I just hear God being like, come on, like encouraging you. Like, I want this for you. So just give it a try so you can see, so I can prove to you that my principle is true, that when you sow, you will reap. I will pour out the blessings upon you. A man or woman reaps what he sows. So when you sow into anointed ground to a work of God where God's power really is, where his works are really being done, not partially, but they're fully being done. When people are being healed, delivered, saved, they're growing closer to God and they're being equipped to be a powerful vessel of God and receiving anointing in their lives and partation. When you're seeing a ministry or church that is doing those works of God. That is anointed ground, fertile, anointed soil. So when you sow into that ground, you are gonna be reaping from that ground. Whatever you sow, you'll reap. In the physical realm, if you put if you put your seeds into a ground that isn't fertile, into a ground that's really dry, the, the plant that comes out is not gonna be very good. Something might, might come out, but it's not gonna be the fullness of what it could have been if it was planted in good soil. So in the same way in the spiritual realm, when you plant your seed into the richest ground you can find, where God's leading you to be, into rich anointed ground, what's gonna be bursting out of there is gonna be so healthy and supernatural and big. You are reaping that anointing in your life. And when you sow financially, this is the way to receive financially. Like this is the way when you're praying to God, open the doors so that I can have provision, enough money to pay for my bills so that I can move from being out of a place of lack so that I can move out of a place of just being, having just enough. Lord, when you're praying these prayers, you're praying, Lord, let there be favor upon me with my job, with my getting this house, apartment. You are actually not called to only pray, but the big thing you're called to do is sow because God wants you to live a supernatural life in terms of your finances too. But the only way to receive the, the supernatural financial provision is by sowing into God's anointed ground, into his kingdom. So God wants the doors to open to be supernatural, to be his hands literally upon it. Um, that when someone looks at your life and they see you financially or just the doors that have opened for you, that they would see, wow, this isn't normal. <laughs> this is just supernatural. So I have an example of this in my life. I live in Los Angeles and when I moved here in 2013, I quickly found out that getting an apartment is not easy, that it is actually like applying for a job. When I was applying for an apartment, there were several other people applying for the same apartment. And so the best application wins. I've, I knew I was a really responsible person and I would always find a way to pay for rent, but I hadn't built up credit yet. And I was financially didn't have a lot of money. My parents were helping support me. So my credit was not great. And um, I remember that feeling of like, oh no, like this is hard. Like how will I get an apartment, an apartment that I like or that's decent and I'll even get it. I remember searching 10 different apartments and not finding one or I was applying and I wasn't getting it. And so then there came a time after I had been doing the work of God, after I had been sewing regularly for a long time, it was time for me to look for another apartment. And I didn't find many that I liked, I only found like two. It was the second month of me starting to travel every single week. So I had just shifted into being the busiest I've ever been in my life. Really like how on earth I'm gonna have time to look for an apartment. And I just squeezed it in when I was home for just a few hours one day looking at one place. There was two places that I looked, I liked 
So I looked at one of the places. I looked at that one place and I loved it. It was beautiful, it was perfect. But then it came to applying and I remember applying and thinking like, I know how it is. You know, I know how this competition works, you know, like, I don't know, but I believe I have the favor of God. And I applied and I was accepted and I got the apartment. And this is where I'm sitting right here, where I am right now is in my apartment now. And I've been here for, it was supernatural, let me tell you. And I know that because I've been on the other side and I just saw how the, the consistency of me continuing to sow, I saw the reaping of it. Even to be able to, to, to have this place even financially has been from supernatural reaping. There's no way around it. It's only because of sowing and supernaturally God releasing financial blessing and favor. This is an example of, you know, just even the favor upon getting the provision that you need, a house, a car, you know, even if your credit's not great or something like that. There's this supernatural favor that comes upon you because you have sowed. When we look at this scripture, it's kind of like, wow, why wouldn't I sow so much, right? Because God's saying, try it, put me to the test. In other words, he's saying, you're going to find that I'm true to my word. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. This is once again a principle. This is expanding on the simple of, on the principle of sowing and reaping. In, in a garden, if you sow one seed, you'll have one plant. If you sow tons of seeds, you're going to have tons of plants. This is how it works in the spiritual realm. We must grab this revelation and follow this instruction to sow generously because God wants you to reap generously. Once again, he wants us more than you because it gives, it, it makes this abundant life to come in your life more, which makes him to be glorified more, which also, and also makes you to be able to do more works for God because of the abundance in, in your life, because of the doors that are able to be opened because you've sowed. It's an, it should be a really a no brainer when it comes to offering, giving, that we would sow generously. The thing I think that holds people back from sowing generously, one of them is they don't have this revelation that I'm sharing with you right now. Even though it's in the word of God, they just, maybe they have not heard a preaching on it, but so many people, they think that when they give to a church, give to the work of God, they are helping to take care of the physical aspects of the church and they are pleasing God. And that's so true and that, should absolutely be in our heart like if you've been touched by a ministry you should have in your heart that you want to give back to God and to the ministry to you know help the vessels in the work and bless the work of God so that there wouldn't be struggle because you've been blessed you should have that revelation and you should have this heart of like this has helped me this has blessed me so I want to give back and I want to help to them to even do more so that more people can be reached and that there's nothing holding them back because of finances, not enough finances, from doing more and more and more and bringing the gospel and the work of God with, with excellence. That should be on your heart when you give. But there is another revelation that's very important to have. As you give, this is your way to receive. It is not just you like giving back and saying a thank you. But this is how you are blessed. This is how you reap. This is how blessings are poured into your life. This is how you increase financially. If you are struggling financially, you need to sow. That's the way. Otherwise, you're just going to be you're going to be like every other person 
struggling. You're going to just be in the world's way of receiving finances when God wants to be supernatural. So to get out of that rut, that cycle of not ever having enough, like or just having just enough and being in poverty, to get out of that cycle, you have to sow. But this is the other thing that is holding people back. So number one is they're missing the revelation so they don't realize, I want to give so much so God can bless me. They're only thinking, oh, I want to give back, which should be on our hearts too. But they, they need, you need to have this revelation for you to be able to give more. Otherwise, you'll be held back to giving, oh, this is good. Like you'll feel good, like, yeah, I gave good. But God's like, I want you to give more, more than you normally would to a charity or as a thank you. Like by that, I mean, you know, like when, some, when someone's birthday, it's like the normal amount, I don't know what the normal amount is, but let's say $20 or like a $20 gift card or maybe a $50 gift card. Like, you know, like that's the normal amount that's like, it's good, it's generous, you know, but it's not like tons, right? So in the same way, I think in society, we can have this mindset when it comes to church, like, giving $20 or $50. And I mean, for now I'm kind of, I'm talking about too, like if you're not in poverty, let's say, but because for some people, $20, $50, they don't even have that or that's a lot. But I'm saying like, if you're not in poverty, let's say where $20, $50 isn't really difficult to give, but it's the normal thing to give. That's sometimes how we can treat it church and just like go through the motions. And when God wants you to have the revelation, what I sow, I will reap. If I sow sparingly, I will reap sparingly. If I sow $20, then I'm reaping um, $20 worth of financial blessings in my life. Like, I mean, it, it's like, it's not that much of a sacrifice is what I'm saying. And so God wants you to sacrifice, to give more to him, give more to his work. With that revelation, I'm, I'm sowing, I'm sacrificing to the most precious thing in the world. There was someone that recently said, I would give anything to have a, just a Zoom call to be prayed over. I would give any amount of money. And the miracles from God are completely free, completely free from God. But just hearing that just showed like the value, the value of what God brings, the value of the work of God, because God chooses to use vessels. So like he doesn't just drop sermons, sermons from the sky. Um, demons aren't cast out like just from the heavens, from the sky, right? He chooses to use vessels to speak through. He chooses to use vessels to put anointing in, to walk in the authority and cast out demons. So this work of God is like so valuable. If people would say, I would give any amount of money, that means that it's it's valuable. It's worth more than the typical thank you gift that you give to someone or a friend for a birthday or something. When we don't treat the work of God with that intense value, then there's such a limit to what we're reaping. But when we treat the work of God with that kind of value and we, we sow with the revelation of I want to reap mightily. I want to reap anointing mightily. I want to reap supernatural finances mightily. I want to reap just the favor of God in all over my life, my, my, my needs, my desires from God, doors open, then we must give mightily. That's what holds people back, is they're missing that revelation that this is the way to receive mightily. It, giving is also just such a, it, it's really coming to an end of yourself. This is what I've found. God's asked me to give when I didn't think I would ever give that much. Like he asked me to give uncomfortable amounts many, many times. I saw the fruit of it. Now, I mean, not only the fruit of the reaping, but I'm, I'm seeing the fruit in my spiritual life. God's asking me to surrender and sacrifice more. And as I do that, I've become more transformed into his image. Money never really had a hold over me, but over all of us, it does to a certain point until we surrender it completely, until we give so much. If it's not like an idol in terms of your yearning after 
expensive things so much. Like that's such a big part of your passion and heart. Um, if it's not that, it, it probably has a hold over you on, on a, in terms of in fear in some way. Like I need this to survive. I need this. Like I can't give more because I need this for food, for bills. Money has a hold on most people until they give very uncomfortably, until they just release it to God, not release just the crumbs, but respond to God, obey God when he says, I want you to sacrifice. I want you to give a lot. It's a part of us, money. Like, so that's the part of surrender. Like the fact that we need money, the fact that we own money, it, it's like a part of us. So we need to, when, when, we need to, when we surrender to God, it means giving that to com completely to God, not holding on to it like this is mine. I have my spiritual life, but this is mine. And I can decide how I give. No, we need to look to God. How much do you want, Lord? Because it's your money. Every single penny that God gives you is his. Not a single cent is yours. It's not because you earned it. It's because God gave you brains to be able to have a job. God opened up doors for you to be able to have the job. God made there to even be the, the company you're working for, them to even have business to be able to give to you. It's all his. So we gotta have that revelation so that we can give, out, give it all to God. And I'll say one other thing that'll hold people back from giving is they think that if they give more than 10% or they give, if they're living just where they have just enough to survive. They feel as if they're giving something, it means they won't be able to eat or they won't be able to pay that bill. It's like budgeting. But actually, remember, whenever you sow, you'll reap. So anything you give, it comes back and more because it's supernatural. You've given something physical and you receive back something back supernatural. So if you give $5 to God, more than $5 comes back. It's the abundant life that God's releasing to you. It's the supernatural upon that natural. Like I said, if you are in poverty, the way to get out of that is to sow. And it can feel like, well, how am I going to eat today? But God will provide because you've sowed. So give more than the comfortable amount because that's where you'll see. If you're just sowing a little bit, you're only going to be seeing a little bit of reaping and you'll, you won't get out of that. You'll be stuck there. I do want to mention, though, that we must walk in wisdom like like God wants you to work. God doesn't want you to just sit at home. I mean, there can be certain seasons where God has you not working to spend time with him. There can absolutely be those seasons. And maybe even if you've saved up a lot of money and you're able to do that, that's great. And he can make that even an extended amount of time. But what's not wisdom is to say, I'm not going to work. God's just going to provide some way. And then you find you have no money. What's important is that if you're at a place where you don't, you have to be real with yourself. Like, am I not working just because I don't want to work? So you have to be real with yourself. So like if you're struggling with money and you are at home and not want, not working because you don't want to work, then there's not going to be just money falling from the sky when you sow. So it's important that you're working when God is calling you to work. So that as you're sowing in this place where maybe you don't have a lot of money, but you're taking steps, you're taking steps for God to provide more seed. This is where you're going to really see that tremendous reaping coming. But it's not wisdom to be like, I don't want to work out, like, out of laziness when God's actually asking you to. And you don't, you only have like a dollar and you give the dollar and then you're expecting tons of money to just like come because of the sowing. So it's important, you're, it's important you walk in wisdom to make sure you're, you're doing what you need to be doing. You're taking the step where God can provide those seeds to you in a supernatural way. But many times it is coming through work. But it can be things like the, the, the ways that, that it can be supernatural, the provision that comes is like the boss gives you a promotion or a raise 
and it's just the favor of God upon you or you are working a job and you really don't want to be working that job, you want to work somewhere else and God opens a door there because you've sowed um, or there's just people that feel led to bless you or your business just picks up. Things like this is, is what this financial provision supernaturally comes in, how, how it will look. I want to encourage you to begin sowing to God, to his work, if you never have before. And if you have been sowing, but you've only given where it's comfortable for the most part, I want to encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and begin to so generously. God has many prayers answered coming to you, many blessings gonna, that are going to be released to you, promises being fulfilled. But for many of these, the way it's going to come is by your you sowing, and it will be coming as a reaping. I break every curse of poverty off of you, every generational curse of poverty and lack, and I declare everything that's stopping you from sowing, that's trying to hold your seed, I command all those attacks must be gone now in Jesus' name. I declare that as you sow, as you sow generously, as you sow double, if that's what God is leading you to do, I declare the doors of heaven would be opened, these blessings from heaven to come upon you. I declare abundance to come upon you, abundance in your finances, in your bank account. I speak supernatural favor upon you for jobs in your career, in your ministry, in terms of things you need, houses and cars. I speak that favor to cover you and I declare doors to open up. I speak provision to come to you for you to be in a place of abundant life, no longer in lack, no longer just making it, but ha walking in abundance so you can sow bigger, so you can bless others more, so you can so into the kingdom of God more to continue to reap more and more and more. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll see you on the next episode. Revival is now. Kingdom is here, we will walk in your victory.